You're listening to The Jason Anthony Show, a podcast where my guests and I dish over relationships, fashion, our futures, and our dreams. Kick back and enjoy the show. Hey, y'all. Thank you for listening to The Jason Anthony Show. I am your host, Jason, and I am here with Elijah McKnight. All right, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about fashion. It's a big part of my life, you know, just getting older and like starting to pay attention to more of what I look like. And I couldn't think of anyone else better to explain and talk about the topic other than Elijah. Appreciate that. No problem. No problem. Um, So your major is apparel merchandising and product development. Yes. All right, cool, cool. Well, before we jump into that stuff, just... How's your new year been so far? We're in 2020. How's, like, how you feeling? Man, it's been pretty good. I just turned 21 uh, before the new year started and uh, getting slammed with a lot of adulting things. But, uh, man, I'm just pushing it through, you know. I feel Just, that. just I feel taking that. a step at a time. You're excited I'm, for- I'm excited for what the year is going to bring. That's know? what's up. That's what's up. All right. So the first question is, what is fashion to you? Like, what's your definition of fashion? Man, I'm glad you asked this. Because uh, I always got a funny way of breaking it down, but... I think fashion uh, is, is just more than clothes. I think fashion as a wave, it's a way, you know what I mean? And um, it's just like when you say in a, in a slow-like fashion, all it is is just it's, just it's a way. So it's not about technically what you have. It's about how you rock yourself, how you carry yourself, and uh, your charisma. You know what I mean? And it's, it's charisma. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. It's just fashion is a cycle. You know, it's about your story, what you go through, your journey, and how you how you do it. Okay, okay. I definitely feel that. I think fashion to me is not only how you express yourself, Mm -hmm. but like how you can market yourself in whatever form that may be. It doesn't even have to be like a business, but like if you don't know somebody and like say someone wants to get to know you, like Mm -hmm. let's just say on campus and like you're just always dressed bad. Then it's like, okay, if you always dressing bad constantly, then they don't want to get to know you. But if you clean up well, you got... They don't even have to be brand new clothes. They can be thrifted or something. But mm-hmm. if you can dress yourself up nice and play the part, that's a good way to market yourself. So how did you get into fashion? When did it start? Man, it started, um, I think at a young age, just really thinking back on it. Um, now that I'm older and, you know, have made the decisions I've made. Um, my mother used to take me to TJ Maxx all the time. And mm-hmm. I hated TJ Maxx. She'd take me out to the one in Columbus uh, in a like, smaller jurisdiction called Gehenna. And we'd be out there in Stone Ridge at the Marshall and TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. And we would be missing our movies and stuff like that that she was taking <laughs> us to go see. And she would be there all day. And I remember every time being in there, I would hear, we are getting ready to close. Like, cause my mother loved that store so much. It was just so many different brands and stuff like that that you, you could be just... there sun up to sundown. Right, sun up to sundown for <laughs> real. So I just really had to, you know, uh, kind of adapt to that mm-hmm. environment and really... Like, okay, I'm here. Let me look at the clothes. And I'll just go around and help my mom pick out stuff and kind of learn to like it. I still get yeah. very irritable with her to this day because <laughs> she's just so indecisive. And But, nah, I mean, that's I think that's kind of the root of it. I just became kind of obsessed with just product development in yeah. general, you know. Okay, okay. That reminds me of um, when I was growing up and my grandmother, she would take... Well, mainly me shopping there was my little sister once. Like, she was born, you know, start walking and stuff. Right. She would take us um, to the thrift store. And at first, I didn't, I didn't really like the thrift store because you know the whole stigma with that. If you go to the thrift store, you're poor. And that wasn't necessarily the case with my grandparents, but I was like, man, I just don't get the point. Like, right. we would be in there for hours on end. I just wanted to go back to their place because we usually just be spending the night on the weekend. I'm just okay. like, all right, I'm over this. But then I would go into my grandmother's closet and see all these nice dresses and sweaters and purses right. and everything. And I would ask her, I'm like, 
where is you getting this stuff from? And we called it the place, the thrift store. We okay. should be like the place. So like over time, I eventually grew to like it. Right. And I really started to like lean into like thrift store clothes in high school. Like me and one of my friends would go thrifting every now and then, like junior, senior year, and just pull together some nice outfits. Like even the outfits that I get complimented on today and on like campus and stuff, like a good a good portion that comes from the thrift right. store, like little jackets and stuff. So yeah, I mess with it heavy. No, yeah, most definitely. My mom, she is just someone who she used to go like when we when she when we do a thrift store trip, we'd do it plan out for the whole day. We'd go mm-hmm. to about four or five of them because she believed that it's like a commodity type thing, you know. It's like a hit or miss. Like you might find something today, you might not find nothing today, okay. but you might find something tomorrow. And a lot of it was a point in time where a lot of my clothes uh came from the thrift store. And honestly, man, that's one of the best places you can go, you know what I mean? And oh, it's yeah. just it's just one of those things to be able to let your fashion kinda, you know, expand. It's it's the way you wear it. It's not oh, yeah, what you definitely. got on, you know, it's it's the way you wear it. So like I said before, like there's a stigma with thrifting, but if you know what you're looking for mm-hmm. and you want to experiment with your style, I think that's the best place right. to go. Right. So yeah. Um so how do you express yourself through fashion? Man, um I don't think I'm the biggest, flashiest person in the world when it comes to stuff, but um I really Pay attention and like think how you feeling is important to how you should represent yourself. So it's a lot of days where I come out cozy mm-hmm. and like I don't really care what I'm wearing because I don't really care today. You know what I mean? Right. And that's just kind of how it is. And then some days I don't have nothing planned, but I'll dress up because I feel like, you know, important today. Or I oh, feel, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like I got a lot of stuff I got to do. So I'm aware it is so that it's more of a environmental motivational, you know, kind of help yeah, towards like, what I'm doing for the day. If you look the part, you can be the part. Right. No, no, honestly, no, for <laughs> real. Like, and cause you can't tell yourself, you can't tell yourself to do something and you might not look a certain way. Right. You know? Right. So, I mean, I just try to match up with how I wear, you know, what I, what I wear with how I'm feeling. So if you had to choose a couple words that would describe your fashion, what would it be? Uh, I think I'm a real standard person. I think I get a lot of standard pieces. Sometimes I like to get a lot of different stuff that has cool patterns on it once in a while. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing ever really too too flashy or too expensive. I really like to do uh, stuff, which is kind of like thrift stores, but it's more consignment. Mm-hmm. So somebody actually got kind of paid for like bringing in these items. But I love to go to consignment stores because they just carry... Uh, higher value stuff so they pay attention to a lot of stuff that comes in yeah. and it is still older and still gives you that older aesthetic and vibe but you can find some really really good quality stuff in there what about any go-to colors man black 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 <laughs> I, I love black um i just me having a slender body you mm-hmm. know what i mean that black is like perfect for me um another go-to color i don't know my favorite color is blue i really like navy blue so dark colors yeah yeah it's more i guess more dark colors yeah i'm starting to get as I get older, involve myself with brown more, you know. Like those earthy tones. Yeah, earthy tones. I mean, they really they really work for you. That's what um I like about like I said, when you express yourself, there are so many factors that go into just how you dress. Like mm-hmm. you have color blocking, you have cop complementary colors and all these other things. So it's just like with my style, the colors I like to I usually go towards like the light grays and the mm-hmm. blues and then like maybe some purples. And then recently I've been trying to play around with more of more colors the way I dress. You know, like, I wear a lot of red now. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to really work that into more of my outfits because it's just like, fashion is just... Hmm, how should I put this? Sometimes I have a hard time expressing myself with the way I work. Whether that's gotcha. inside the classroom or outside the classroom. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to clothing and accessorizing, that's where I feel more most comfortable when I feel like I can't get my message out that I, I want to tell. That. So yeah. I can see that. <laughs> 
All right, so what is your dream in fashion? Let's just talk about right after college. Where do you want to go? Man, I mean, of course I would like to work somewhere to be able to get my foot in. Just so I could have, like, you know, something under my belt. Mm -hmm. But I really, really want to start working, of course, on my own um, my own line and my own material, my own products. Um, I don't like to say brand because everybody has a brand or mm -hmm. everything is a brand. You know what I mean? But um, I think when you're talking about quality and stuff like that, you're talking about, you know, your actual product. So yeah. I, I, that's what I really want to start to work on afterwards. But something that would be more stable for me would be, of course, a job. Um, yeah, I got a few internships I'm looking at. Yes, so. internships. Yeah. Okay, then. Come on, secure the bag. All right, so where are you hoping these internships will take you, like, location-wise? Is your heart set on any place? Yeah, I mean, I, I hope my job takes me to a point where I have to travel. Um, and that's a really, really huge thing for me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's huge in fashion because not only when you travel, you get to go to different resources that you don't have, mm -hmm. you know, avail to you. So I that's one thing I hope the Lord brings to me is just being able to travel um, with my job, you know. Yeah. But if not, man, I have to, you know, go out and do things on your own and go to trade shows and stuff like that and hope they can bring me different opportunities mm -hmm. that I can be able to, you know, yeah. venture in. I feel it. Okay, so watching your Instagram story, you post a lot of runway, runway, excuse me, mm -hmm. and different shows from like different fashions, fashion weeks throughout the year. What's your favorite like designer? Who's your favorite designer? Man, I don't even know right now. It's just so many guys that's really in the game. I rock with a couple indie designers. One guy named Blue. Um, I think he just got he just did some work for Two Chains and stuff like that. Individual designer. He's gone um, viral on Twitter and Instagram. I really walk with uh, Mike Amiri. Okay. Mike Amiri is somebody who I like want to kind of be like. He like started Amiri only five years ago. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, you had rappers three years ago talk about, I got Amiri, I got Amiri on. And it's just like for him to be able to scale his brand and scale his product in such a quick time as in such a quality way. Mm -hmm. Like his, his clothes are amazing. He's definitely one of my favorites right now. So what do you think goes into promoting your brand and the message that you carry with a fashion line, let's just say that for now. What goes into that and pushing it to where you want it to be? I think this smart concept that has something to really resonate with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's one thing I think I'm stuck on right now in trying to be able to push my product just to find that perfect concept so I can find that perfect story. Like some type of originality? Yeah, just yeah, this, this is the type of originality because you, I'm in a position right now to where fashion is really, really growing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have brands or clothing lines and things like that. But a lot of people don't really focus on concept and how it connects to them and how it can connect the customers so that you can be able okay. to purchase certain things. You so you definitely I mean? got the consumer in mind. Right, no, for sure. Because you can't just have a cool... I don't think you can just have a cool name and like a cool look necessarily, but you got to have something to where that person that's willing to take money out of their pockets and pay for your stuff mm -hmm. and say, I can relate to that. I have a connection to that. And so I think that's one thing that we really should focus on. Like, I want to be able to have commercials. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be corny like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just because it's... That's different stuff that a lot of people or streetwear brands that are trying to come up aren't really doing. Okay, okay. I feel it. It sounds like you already know where you want to go, which is already yeah. good. You already got your eye on who want, who would support you. I appreciate it. And that's that. always good. Yeah. No problem. Um. Okay, so when it comes to inspiration, because in the past I've seen you sketch and I've seen you sew like designs and stuff. So where do you go to for inspiration? Is there like a person that um, motivates you? A certain you, type of, you know, could even be like, the time of day where you feel most inspired. Right. Um, you know, I love Columbus, Ohio. You know, I love my city. Oh, of course. Um, uh -huh. just, we love 
No, but uh, this coming from, you know, an area in Columbus where, you know, a lot of art is involved. We, um, in my neighborhood, about five years ago, we got a gallery down the street from my house, like, okay. called the 934. And that has brought a lot of artists to an area that was historically known for art mm-hmm. um, originally. And so I've just been inspired, man. It's with the, kind of the come up of Columbus and, you know, growing up and seeing things like industrial rustic and kind of being inspired off those kind yeah. of uh those kind of vibes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's something I hope to bring to my clothes. Like, I definitely want to get real vintage and really get kind of to the history of my city, you know? Okay, so okay. I want, the, I want the consumers to be able to connect with that way, so. Now, since we're on the topic of consumers and other things along those lines, let's talk about gender and fashion. Mm-hmm. Now, this is really big, and it's an important conversation to have because it's a new decade, and that sounds so cliche, but as time has gone on, Fashion is becoming very androgynous. Mm-hmm. Even with the um, Ivy Park and Adidas collaboration, Beyonce did the interview about that in the magazine, how she was saying there was a lot of men wearing the original um, Ivy Park, you know, collaboration. Mm-hmm. And that was just intended for women at first. So what? why do you think gender bending and androgyny plays such a big role in fashion now? Man, because I think fashion is just a subject to where you try to look for a lot of different things. And in fashion, you know, a part of it is surpassing another type of maybe style or way or something that was cool or not cool before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And in the past, um, it has not been necessarily so cool to gender bend. But I think a lot of men are not afraid to show their their feminine side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And people think feminine, they think, oh, feminine is only supposed to be for women or feminine is only supposed to be for... Or even feminine is only supposed to be for women and gay men. You know right, what I mean? Right. And, that's not, and that's not necessarily the case. I'll tell you right now, about four or five things that I wear on campus are my mother's. Really? Yeah. And I never even Yeah, so I'm like buttoning up some little stuff like that because I like how it fits to my body. I have yeah, a little skinny yeah. body. Okay. Stuff like that. So, But you would never even know or notice that. And I think that you can... It's in the fashion world. It's so easy to play off that. Like, now you have a lot of men. You got Luca with the makeup and stuff like that. A lot of people are kind of like, what's going on? Well, I don't get it. It, Well, is he, you know, is he homosexual? Is he, Mm -hmm. or or gay? You know what I mean? And it's just like, well, no. This person is just expressing a side that doesn't, isn't necessarily on the surface. Like the heteronormative standards. Heteronormative standards. To be like straight masculine at all points in times. And I think fashion it's you know with with it bringing drapery and stuff mm-hmm. like that you know it's you're you're bound to show some you know your your feminine side yeah and I think it's super duper important for us to be able to get more kind of I wouldn't say comfortable with it but just being able to experiment just being and understanding that people are individuals right and that expression you know what I mean the fact that somebody else is wearing something that you might not agree with. Look at that and try to learn from that and say, okay, wow, or try to be more open-minded about certain things and don't just close it off because you don't understand it. You know, there's concept behind everything. So you really just got to try to... Just for you. Reason, yeah. Okay, okay. So how you said, you know, a couple articles of your clothing, they used to belong to your mom and um, how you said femininity, our mind goes to women and gay men. I'm glad you actually touched on that point because I remember um, I came out to somebody and I guess it's not obvious all of the time. Mm-hmm. And it's because she said, well, you don't dress like a gay man. And it took me it took me aback for a second. I'm like, well, what does a gay man dress like? You right. know, it's just like that whole thing. Well, why are you talking white? You know, it's like that type right. of argument. It's just like, well, what does a white person talk like? So it's just like with my style, I don't. I don't try to present myself a certain way. I just dress to what's comfortable for me. Right. And I think. 
that has broken down a lot of barriers when it comes to me making straight friends. It's just like, okay, some days I might dress a little bit more feminine and other days it might be more masculine. But as long as you know, it's just whatever, it's whatever I feel like. And you can choose to accept it and learn with mm-hmm. learn with me as I go through this journey. Or you can just, you know, it's about challenging how you think. Most definitely. About others and about yourself. Advice when it comes to fashion. Man. Um, uh, if I had any advice when it comes to fashion, when it comes to as far as dressing, look at the streets. See what the streets is wearing. Um, figure it out. That's always one of my favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. I try to provide a little bit of content on my social media and stuff like that. Just so people can see um, what the new decade has to hold. A lot of people aren't really thinking about 2020 being a, a whole new decade, which means a whole new style of clothing. Right, right. That means we're not going to dress how we did last year or mm-hmm. a few months ago. And so that is going to literally start changing like now. And so um, the cool thing about it, that is, man, just look into the streets. Um, a lot of us look at like our rappers and our artists and mm-hmm. stuff like that to look for. But really look into the street and just see what people from all over the world are wearing. Um, and you could be able to... And, and just use those like those images to kind of cater to your style or to maybe how you think about something like, oh, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I guess some of my advice, I had to get some like more straightforward advice is men, layer up. We're layering <laughs> up this year. We're rocking the turtlenecks under the collars. Just turtlenecks. You know what I mean? Like you layering up and then with an overcoat like on top of mm-hmm. your suit on top of that. Like we going, it's going to be hot, you know. And um, for my women, I don't know because women is just such a large repertoire it's just per it's se. too it's it's really it's a lot that they could do and, and a lot of women have been going back to kind of like the 80s style what you're seeing now with a lot mm-hmm. of new fashion and stuff like women have been doing that like the cropped like you know jackets and stuff yeah like, i love all of that coming back and just being modernized for this new uh decade now what would your advice be to gentlemen who are afraid it could be a guy who identifies with whatever sexuality or mm-hmm. whatever gender, but they're still having trouble expressing that outside of outside of what a straight man should dress dress like. That's air quotes, by the way, y'all. Um, so what would your advice be to any guy um, who's afraid to, you know, just dress outside of their comfort? I think you should honestly just go for it. I think that's what fashion is. Like, it's about, you know, making something that's not cool, or something that might feel make you feel uncomfortable or other people uncomfortable mm-hmm. and just rolling with it. And then rolling with it so much that it actually becomes truth, that it actually becomes a way. Like a lot of people didn't like Kanye and his style at first. Like people hated it and talked so much crap about it. But now <laughs> now you don't hear you don't hear no Kanye slander, all his stuff is hot to everybody and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. a few years ago, I mean I, <laughs> I like his stuff a lot. I like uh, he it. still he and he ain't convinced me yet. I, I, I respect <laughs> it. I respect it. He's different, but it's um, you know, I think it's just about taking that risk. Mm-hmm. That's what fashion is. You know, it's and that's what I have to understand too. Like myself, it's a lot of stuff that I won't wear because I might feel like, man, I might be doing too much. I might be bringing too much attention to myself, mm. or people might feel this certain way about me. You know what I mean? And fashion is literally being able to have that feeling of, damn, I don't want to do this, but still doing it anyway. Right, just having that freedom. And then flaunting it, and then just doing it until it becomes, you know, habitual habitual to you so that you're able to feel comfortable and express yourself. I remember, um, it was this past summer, um, summer 19, I linked up with one of my friends from high school. You know, mm-hmm. we go to different schools, and I hadn't seen her in a long time, and I was like, okay, let's do a photo shoot, because she does photography, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is a good chance to reconnect. 
And for one of the outfits, because I had several outfit changes, one of them I wore a crop top. And I'm not used to that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I always wanted to wear one, so I ordered one online. It was like a red fishnet mesh type of material. It, yeah. like, mm-hmm. And wearing it in downtown Detroit in the middle of summer, it was just like, I was terrified. But at the same time, when we were taking those photos, it was just like liberating. Okay. And like, I loved wow. the feeling. So it's just like... I love those photos too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to Lauren on the photos, by the way. So um, that leads me to confidence. Were you always confident in yourself? And if not, did your style have anything to like to help boost it? I because think, you come across yeah. as a confident person. I, you know, I do come across, I think sometimes it's confident, but it's, I think, about how you just carry yourself. I know I keep kind of like saying that and repeating it. No, that's cool. But it's just no matter what you in, no matter what your outside shell is, man, your soul will show through. You know, like, honestly, Come on. <laughs> your, your soul's going to show through, man, uh, th- through your clothes, through your mask, whatever you're trying to hide or put on. But with me, I feel like sometimes I'm like, man, I can't wear that. Like, that's out of my league. Mm-hmm. Like, how in the hell is that out of your league? You know, and it's you. And like, you, and you but you're the person. This is the clothes. Right. You know what I mean? You, it's so it's just it's that whole it's, thing where the clothes don't let the clothes wear. You. Don't let the clo- just like let it let it show. Let it show who you really are. And let that be the, let the clothes be the aftermath of showing who you really are. You know what I mean? Let be you first. Yeah. (laughs) Establish that first. And then when you put the clothes on, you'll be perfectly fine because you've already been okay with yourself and established how you are with yourself. Okay. Okay. Well, Elijah, I thank you so much. I appreciate it. (laughs) I look forward to seeing your works all on the runways across the world. (laughs) All right. And I will catch y'all later. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Jason Anthony Show. If you enjoyed this, subscribe for more. Share the podcast with your friends and family. And don't forget to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you stream your podcasts. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time. Bye. Hey y'all, my name is Jason and thank you for tuning in to this special Valentine's Day edition of the Jason Anthony Show. Today I am joined with Lauren Jackson. So yeah, we just go jump into this first game. It's just like a quick pick or choose, this or that. So, candy or chocolate? Candy. Really? Yeah, I'm more of a candy person. I don't really like chocolate like that. See, I like my chocolate. Mm. Oh, no, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like all shades. Uh-huh. I like the white chocolate. Uh-huh. I like the dark chocolate. Okay. I like the regular chocolate. Okay. Okay. The way it just melts in your I mouth. Like so sweet, subtle. <laughs> I like sweet. Yeah. Okay, so a night out or a little date at home, uh-huh. but not like net. Not Netflix, like Netflix and too. chill. Um, a night out. I like to see step what's, out. Yeah, I like to see what's up. Not even like step out, but like, um, I don't know, just like adventures. I like adventures. Are you like a spontaneous type of person if yeah. you're going on a date? Really? Yeah. Just go out and see what's what? Yeah, like if somebody be like, let's go out and don't know where we going, like I'll be cool with that. Oh my goodness, you a good one. Yeah. I have to have <laughs> things planned. I'm like, nah, okay, no. Some depending on what it is. Like if it's a holiday, like, yeah, mm-hmm. plan it. But if it's just like a regular Friday night, no, nah, let's go, whatever. Okay. And last one, roses or carnations? Roses. 
Roses. You were saying earlier that you like white roses white compared roses, to red. White roses, yeah. But I do like red roses, but, like, let's switch it up. Give me something different. Has a guy ever got you, like, a bouquet of roses before? Not like some fake ones when I was in like middle school. Oh, <laughs> he spent his allowance. <laughs> yeah, like some little two dollar ones, but no, nah, nothing like not no real roses, no. Okay, so let's just jump into this conversation. Mm-hmm. Our Valentine's Day experiences. Ooh, child, yes. Best one, worst one, <sighs> whichever one you want to share. Okay, my best one was. I, and that's funny. I really don't do anything on Valentine's Day. Like, I've never had, like, a Valentine's mm-hmm. Day experience. But when I was in, like, middle school, I had this, my own little boyfriend at the time. He gave me, um, like, a, a bouquet, like, uh-huh. fake roses. And then he put some Jolly Ranchers in, like, a heart-shaped container. Because I used to really, really love Jolly Ranchers. And he, like, put it in my locker. So at the end of the day, I opened my locker, mm-hmm. and it was in my, like, I was like, oh, that is so <laughs> cute. But worst Valentine's Day, ooh, um, I don't want to say I've ever, I've never had like a worst Valentine's Day. I've had a worst mm-hmm. date, but like I've never had like. Listen, if you want to uh, share that one, okay, y'all. So <laughs> I went on this date with this guy. I was probably like a sophomore in high school. And I didn't have my license at the time, so I met him at the movies. I'm from Detroit, y'all. So Period. Okay, we went to, Right? We went to Royal Oak, uh, the movie theater in Royal Oak. Is that Imagine? Imagine? Yeah, Imagine uh-huh. Royal Oak. And so I met him there. Um, you know, we walk in the movie theater or whatever. He had already bought the tickets. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know. Because uh, he a year younger than me. So he was like 15. Oh. I was like 16 or something like that. So he, uh, we walk in there. And he said, oh, do you want a snack or anything? And I was like, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. He was like, oh, well, I'm glad because I didn't feel like buying nothing anyway. Whoa, okay, said, hold on. You can't just offer. And then we can't see your statement. <laughs> so we get in the movie, and you know how, like, you feel, like, the presence of being there with somebody? Uh-huh. It was just distant. Like, really? Yeah, then after the movie... Um, my dad, I text my dad during the movie. I said, the movie is going to be over in such amount of time. Like, Come and get, get me. me. <laughs> he, we walked outside. He was like, you want me to walk to the car? I said, no. Right. I left, and that was that. Who asked who out first? He asked me out. So he had the courage to do all of that. Yeah. And just like He had been, like, begging for my number. Uh, how long was he asking? It had been, like, a month or so. And what made you, like... Because he was getting on my nerves. <laughs> I was like, okay, like here. But after that, like, we, it's been always in like an on off situation, but yeah. Y'all still keep in contact to this day? Yeah. Oh, oh. Listen. You better tell That's me. That's a story for another day. Look, okay, when the mic is off. That's a story for another day. What about you? Mm, let's see. I told this in like the first episode of my podcast when mm-hmm. I started last year, but it wasn't necessarily. A good or bad experience, but I had asked a girl out. Mm-hmm. That I, it was here I at think BG. I remember this. Like, yeah. Yes. We, that's when we, like, first, first met I, each other. Yes. Yeah, started talking. So, this is when I was still questioning everything about, like, who I like and what I like. Mm-hmm. And the, the experience was nice. I was real nervous and stuff, mm-hmm. but the conversation was natural enough. And, like, the nerves went away eventually. Right. But we just went to the pub, which is in the studio, mm-hmm. you know. So, it was a nice little dinner. We spent our Falcon dollars or whatever. <laughs> 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 but, um... 
Yeah, she's she's a really nice girl, and I run into her very rarely, but whenever we run into each other, we converse. And oh, she's nice. yeah, she's a sweet girl, but it just wasn't for you. It, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Like at that moment, I knew I'm like, yeah, yeah like, I know. that's um, okay though. Like that's okay. Like that's what dating is all about. Exactly, like, just you, to like go out and see like what you like, what you don't like. Trust me, y'all, go out and date. Okay, listen. Like you, I feel like you gotta know what you like in order to say, okay, this is my type of person. And a lot of people are afraid to just vocalize what they like for real like yes. i know i'm one of those people like i was talking to a friend a couple of days ago and i was telling her i was like i'm getting tired of compromising for one oh for yes. stuff that i know isn't even going to be long term exactly and like i fall easily oh i thought it was just me listen listen here y'all <laughs> i thought it was just me because i i do and i don't at the same time i can tell when something is going to be good and Mm -hmm. i also tell when it's something is good but temporary right and i've been in multiple situations where i thought something was good but it was just temporary and i think that's like a heartbreak to me it is like you'll be like oh like okay this really could could be something and it just and you start to like criticize yourself like that's one thing i'm definitely working towards moving away from and i feel like i'm doing a good job at it now but like i just used to get on myself so hard about things but what I realized the most, I think I made a tweet about it last week. It was just like, I can't even quote the tweet. But um, <laughs> I was just basically saying, like, there's nothing wrong with loving people and yeah. showing love. You just can't give it to the wrong people. You know what? I was watching this sermon, y'all. Come on. And the, the guy, that guy said the same thing. It's like, we that's what we're supposed to do, love people. Mm-hmm. But it's the other stuff that we have to know, like the access to ourselves, the conversation. We have to know when to cut that off with certain yes. people. Yes. Because it's okay to love somebody. Like, you, you're supposed to love. Like, that's what, it, that's what you're supposed to do as a human. Mm-hmm. But, like loving hard and putting your all into something is totally different than just loving as a person. Right. And I think that's where, like, we get messed up. Because we'd be like, oh, I like this person. Like, he has this or he can do that, blah, blah, blah. But, like, what can they do for you? Are they giving that same energy back to you that you're putting out? And if they're not, you got to go. Bye. But a lot of people, <laughs> they're addicted to the energy. Like, oh. I know I'm that type of person yeah. until it's not reciprocated anymore. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, like, yeah. yeah, it's time to fall back. I'm definitely the type of person I still keep my guard up. Oh, and all I the always time. like and all I thought time. I wasn't that person. I'm all like, okay, time. I'm an open book. But at the <laughs> no. same time I'm like, mm-mm, back up, like, uh uh-uh, uh, get away, get away. It's like you you get and I think with me, people think they get so far like, oh she these and then it's like I cut off at us, mm-hmm. especially with guys. Like and this comes to me dating, I'm really like, like, what do you want? Yes. I'm like, like okay, and yeah. like I'm re- I give up that attitude and I think it's because I've experienced a lot mm-hmm. in terms of younger guys, older guys, the, the people my same age, all of that. Like I've experienced all of that. So it's like I I I have a low tolerance right. for Exactly. Uh, nothing. None. I am here to None. get my degree. If you are not here adding on to any type of positive experience, you or gotta get your kicked to the curb. Right. Okay. Good and good riddance. <laughs> but that goes without saying, like, not all guys are bad, but I no. feel like a lot of a lot of guys don't know what they want. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, so how should I put this? Being single mm-hmm. in this time of year. Oh, yes. 
people like us, not saying we do. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we don't. Right, we, we don't. don't. <laughs> but people, single people getting their feelings. Yeah. So, like, what is your advice to single people that's just like. Like on Valentine's Day? Yeah. On like, Valentine's Day? Getting so caught up in those emotions. It's so easy. And I'm like, I, that's one thing I will admit. It's so easy to get caught up in your feelings. Mm-hmm. But I would say make sure you're not jealous. Yes. Don't get jealous, y'all. Don't like, be that friend. Be, don't be that friend. Like, be happy for other people. Like, I've spent other Valentine's Days, like, helping friends out, like, mm-hmm. make their significant mm-hmm. other happy. And that makes me happy because I know that in the end, two people are going to be happy on that day. Right. But as far as me, <clears throat> you know, one is never too lonely. Oh! <laughs> I just, <laughs> Playing, but, You're like, uh, I got my ice cream listen, right here. Okay. Like, oh, but no, on a nice little movie, okay? okay. <laughs> but on Valentine's Day for single people, I would say that is the best self-care day you could ever Ooh, have. Okay. Like, I remember not okay, last year I spent Valentine's Day with my friends. Mm-hmm. And we lived in the dorm at the. We all lived in the dorm at the time. And <clears throat> we invited like some other people over. Mm-hmm. We ordered pizza, had ice cream, we made some cookies. We was playing games, had mm-hmm. the TV on. Like we were chilling. Like it was a good night. Like at that point, it wasn't about Valentine's. Right, so it was, it was about like fun. exactly. So, but I've also spent Valentine's Day by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's the time I. Find my favorite little movie. I make sure I get. You talking about loving basketball? Yes, y'all. I I love loving basketball and Love Jones. I'm more so to watch Love Jones on Valentine's Day than loving basketball. Child, when they put that on Netflix, Uh, I thought about you. I'm like, oh, both of them at the same time. I was in heaven, y'all. I was in heaven. But yeah, get a get whatever you like to do. And if you want to go out by yourself on Valentine's Day. Do, do that. Like, go do that. It's nothing wrong with going out by yourself, mm-hmm. enjoying you a nice little meal. If you want to, like, whatever you want to mm-hmm. do, I say do it. Because at that point, nothing is off limits for you. Like, don't let the whole <laughs> idea of being in a relationship hold you back from having fun. Exactly. And that's not even on Valentine's Day. That's on any given day. On any day. And Valentine's Day is falling on a Friday this year. So if you're getting that check... Treat yourself. Because that show what I'm going to do. Listen, Listen. Okay. Listen. And the refunds hit how long I'm, ago? Oh, Not too long ago. I'm about to go buy me the most expensive little I, I, meal. No, hold on oh, now. Oh, yeah. Let me. Let me. Hold um, on now. No, nah, do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, treat yourself. I think you should always just treat yourself. Like, mm-hmm. don't fall short a victim to you know, being lonely or feeling like you're alone. Because, I mean, I've done it. I've most, not... Oh, yeah. I think we've all definitely been there felt like, dang, like, I really wish. Or even if you were, I don't know, like, have you ever been, like, in a situationship kind of around Valentine's Woo! Day? And Child. it's like, do I get that person something? Do I not? Because that was me last year. Like... Do tell, because I, I got something for... Listen, so I was talking to this dude, but he wasn't here. He mm-hmm. was out of state. Okay. And like we were tech, like we were still good, like mm-hmm. whatever. So I knew on Valentine's Day, like I was like, dang, I really wanted to spend Valentine's Day with him. And he said the same thing about mm-hmm. me. So I was like, okay, as long as the feeling is mutual, I'm not right. <laughs> right. So I mean, we were texting each other all day, and then I called him like later that night. But it wasn't like I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it was like, oh, like he told me Happy Valentine's Day, all that cute stuff. But 
It was just like, you yeah, still wanted him there. Yeah, you still there. wanted, you wanted him to there. You wanted that experience. But do tell. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> so, the dude I was talking to last year, um, it was on and off so many times. And I've alluded to it on a podcast before, but... Mm-hmm. It was an off-season at this point, right, yeah, so it was Valentine's yeah. Day was rolling around. And I just posted on Snapchat. I'm saying it's, it wasn't to be petty, but looking back, it probably was to be petty, yeah. knowing me at the time. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to treat myself to val- for Valentine's Day this year. And they had just put out the teddy bear emoji oh, with the iOS yeah. up there. I said, let me get myself a bear, bear, the little love note emoji. He swiped up on my story talking about, you do that. I was like, oh, oh. okay. I made sure I did yeah, that, exactly. too. Like, I, that wasn't about to stop me from having fun. So, just a little situationships like that. Mm-hmm. If you in one, y'all, like, just get up out of it. Like, I was about to say, if they if they don't, if you don't see them doing anything for you, like, around this holiday season, and if they just treat it like it's another day in the neighborhood. Okay, they're like Mr. Rogers right, or somebody. Yeah, like, right. Like, say, just be like, oh, okay. I think some people, that's how they know, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if y'all, even if y'all been talking for a minute, like, if y'all started talking way back last year and he ain't doing nothing special. Then you know. You know it's There not. are no, like, yeah. real intentions because with, like, where y'all going. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying, like, material things matter so much. But I think it's important that yeah. they at least show you that they care. Oh, excuse me. Like, it could be a little flower from the flower shop. Like, get one little right. carnation rose or something. you ain't got to buy me no, no dozen. Okay, you ain't got to buy me a Bentley. Like, I, come right. on now. <laughs> you have to give me a new outfit. Okay. But what I'm saying is, give me my favorite candy or, like, you know, mm-hmm. even little stuff. If it's a night in or Valentine's Day. Because, exactly. Like, just be there. Right, because it's on the weekend, and I know people going to be fooling mm-hmm. all weekend, which I understand. So, if you like little intimate stuff, like, do that. Show her you care. Okay. Like, like, that's all you got to do it's so simple like guys and girls and non-binary folks, and it's, it's reciprocated do. too like i know they say valentine's day is for the girls and sweetest day is for the guys but i would get a guy something on valentine's day i'm not that type of person listen i don't it care may not be as extravagant but you gonna get a little song song to show you that i care exactly like that's all you got to do that's all that matters all right so y'all we about to jump into some interviews real quick that i recorded not too long ago and we're just going to give our feedback on that Off that little extra silence. Oh, this is good so far. Yay. I'm so excited. Yeah. All right, let's see. So we're going to listen to this real quick. I'm going to add it in. Okay. 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 Okay